shout out to my podcast sponsor, Mountain Made CBD. Mountain Made is changing the CBD game by offering a line of high-dose CBD tablets at an affordable price. Their products are THC-free and third-party tested for accuracy, cleanliness, and potency. Their products, which now ship nationwide, include Build for CBD saturation, Boost for precision titration, and Recover for rest and rehab. With nine years' experience in hemp and fitness, Mountain Maid's founders are focused on creating a quality CBD product to help those with activated lifestyles. Check out www.mountainmade.life to find out more about how their product can help you crush your life. And you know I'm all about that. Remember, their products ship nationwide. So go check out the website today and follow them on social media at Mountain Made. And also listen to episode seven with Mountain Made founder, Mike Passion. All right, back to the episode. But I'm going to just go ahead and invite uh, Jay Schiffman up to share his story. So let's give it up for Jay. Welcome to the Choose Your Struggle podcast. I am your host, Jay Schiffman. Hey, y'all. Merry Christmas to all who celebrate. Welcome to the Choose Your Struggle podcast. We're at episode 49. We only have a couple more special episodes. In fact, next week is the last one. Episode 50 will be the final episode of season one. It'll be one more interview of me on a different podcast before launching the new season of Choose Your Struggle on January 8th. It's coming up really fast. But in the meantime, I have a very special episode for you today. Choose Your Struggle presents Of Substance. These guys are awesome. I am just so impressed with all the work that they're doing. So impressed that one of their founders, Alex Kaplan, is not only going to be an early season interview of season two, we actually just wrapped up that interview, but is also going to be joining in another project that I'll be very excited to tell you about in a couple weeks. But in the meantime, enjoy this special episode and be sure to share it, stay subscribed, and all the good stuff. Join Patreon, do all the things, because we just have a few more weeks until the new season starts. Stay tuned. Enjoy this episode. Y'all know that I love CBD, and almost since day one of this podcast, I've been lucky enough to be sponsored by Mountain Made. And while my wife and I swear by their full-spectrum CBD chewables, sometimes at the end of the day, I need just a little bit more to help me relax. So when my wife is joining me, I pull out a Mountain Made puff, and those are awesome. But when it's just me, they're just a little bit more than what I'm looking for. So what do I do? I throw a couple of hits from Boston Hempire into my bowl, and it's the perfect way to end the day. Boston Hempire has the finest loose leaf CBD flower and some pretty cool edibles too. So when I add it to everything I'm using from Mountain Made, it is the perfect compliment. If you check out Boston Hempire using the link in my show notes or my podcast website, you will be helping out the podcast as well as getting some of the finest CBD flower on the market. So check it out today. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, Alex. How's it going, man? 
Oh, it's been so long. <laughs> so long. Yeah. Um, and hi, everybody. Hi, I'm Alex. Hey. And this is Mark. <laughs> hey. Um, and we are the team at Of Substance. We spend all day, every day together. And here we are faking the opening of this thing just to get some energy going. But yeah, uh, so Of Substance is an innovative nonprofit that's working to overcome the shame, blame, and stigma surrounding addiction through premium entertaining short films. We're turning immersive cinema, everything from romantic comedies to thrillers into an approachable tool for behavioral change. To go into enhancing professional therapy from one-on-one -on -one to group therapy, to go into curriculums for treatment centers and health centers, as well as education and higher ed and lower ed and fraternities and sororities, while also just being there for use as a great tool for interpersonal communication. There's so much more to learn and there's so many ways to get involved. Please come check us out at ofsubstance.org. We've got all of our films to date on there for you to watch for free. Watch them, share them. Please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love for you to come and join our family. So of Substance, our mission as a nonprofit is to foster vulnerability, combat isolation and create community by connecting people through the power of story. In everything we do, we bring people together and we overcome isolation to help us all come out of whatever shaming struggle we experience together by connecting and feeling part of something bigger. Um, but today we wanted to have a more specific conversation. So we've taken the greatest lessons we've learned, the best things we've picked up along the way, along our journeys of struggle and recovery, and decided to use those to guide us in the way we create the company we want to work for and the world we want to live in. So oddly enough, we thought that the most powerful and worthwhile conversation we could have that would actually offer the most value to you and yours would be for us to chat about our company values, which I know sounds really weird, but these are not just company values. These are the most important things we've picked up on our own journeys that help us show up in the world every day the way we want to. As a nonprofit that is leading with vulnerability and leading with these practices, we thought that this would be a really interesting conversation to have and a really fun way to share with all of you how we see a personal opportunity through our company values to run and build a company based on values that represent the world we dream of living in, right? And so that's what we wanted to share with you today. That's right, Alex. Let's, let's jump right in. And uh, just to kick it off, um, let's talk through our six core values, um, which folks will not be surprised to hear that the number one value is vulnerability, followed by community, integrity, generosity, grit, and diversity and inclusion. Um, so we uh, just jump in one by one and go a little deeper. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk about these. So value number one, vulnerability. Really interestingly, Webster's Dictionary defines vulnerability in a very negative light. Vulnerability is defined in Web Webster's Dictionary, and I'm paraphrasing, opening oneself up to harm or to the potential of being hurt. Now, that's just a perspective. That's just a negative perspective, really. While we're huge fans of Brene Brown, 
to any fans out there. And Brene, if you ever hear this, thank you so much for listening. And please reach out. We'd love to chat. Um, but Brene describes vulnerability, uh, discussing how it's not winning or losing. Quote, it's a having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. I get choked up every time I read that and I say that because I identify so deeply with that. So vulnerability is if we don't show who we really are, if we don't have the courage to show up and be brave enough to just say, this is what I believe, this is how I feel, then we stunt our potential to grow and and to connect more deeply. It's really funny. So James Joyce, I don't know if I ever told you this, Mark, James Joyce said that in the particular lies the universal. And to me, what that means is the more authentic, the more genuine, the more open, the more vulnerable and real you are about the things you feel, experience and believe, the more surprised you'll be that most people identify with that. And so it's in leading with vulnerability that we create this deeper opportunity for others to relate to how we feel. We're all just human beings on this journey, having these human experiences. And we all feel shame. We all feel pain. We all feel fear. We all feel joy. And the more honest we are about those feelings, the more opportunity we have to connect with others and develop relationships based on what's really going on inside. And so when it comes to vulnerability, like to us, that is fearlessness. That is truth and honesty. It's about transparency. It's about practicing courage and bravery. And, and we think it's very important to lead with vulnerability in a way that creates an environment that allows other people to feel safe and comfortable so that they can also be vulnerable and we can grow and connect together. hundred percent, Alex, the, the first time you and I connected and chatted, I loved, I, I feel like we both really felt right away that we were just both being super open and authentic and connected with each other in that way and really knew we wanted to work with each other because that is the environment we wanted to create with each other and with others. And the more, as you said, the more open that we can be and go push that outwards from there, hopefully the more open and authentic everyone else can be, everyone we're working with, everyone we're trying to help. And that will just create uh, the most impactful environment for what we're trying to do. You're totally right. And that makes me realize what, we, what we're not talking about, we're talking about vulnerability, but what does that really look like? I mean, I, Mark and I have shared, we've only known each other seven weeks and Mark and I have shared our deepest, darkest. You know, we've shared our fears, we've shared our, our worst times and our best times. And we're really getting to know each other faster and deeper because of that. Vulnerability is about being willing to cry together. It's about being willing to admit the things that we fear most so that we can be there for one another when, when we need each other. And uh, like Mark said, like we're, we're really lucky that we just kind of have naturally gotten to a point in our lives where this is how we already show up. And this is how our relationship has developed so quickly. The other thing I'm really not talking about is how vulnerability is at the cornerstone of my recovery. 
um, vulnerability. If, if I didn't go into a room and learn to just be open with people about what I really experienced, then I'd never had, I would have never had the chance or created the chance for people to get to know me and see who I really am and start to dive deeper. And so vulnerability is at the very center of everything it's taken for me to get sober, to stay sober and to grow beyond it. I think that's probably enough about vulnerability. Alex, let's jump right into our second value, which we both feel very strongly about community. Yes, community, right? So Of Substance is an organization built on the notion that addiction is a disease of loneliness and isolation, and the belief that if you can improve someone's sense of belonging, you can improve their mindset. Johan Hari, a globally renowned journalist, is famous for saying the opposite of addiction is not sobriety. The opposite of addiction is connection. And that's a thing. So with of substance, we, we actually, we're uh, treatment method agnostic. We don't promote or push 12 steps or medication or, or anything. Like we think to each their own and everybody's different. But what we do believe, the, the founding principle on everything that we do and the one consistency across all treatment methodologies is group support and community and connection. And so that's what we do. And so that has to be our second founding value. We believe in the power of connecting with others. What if struggle and shame leads to isolation and disconnection, it's obvious that at the root of healing before anything else is finding a sense of recognition in other people and reconnecting with other people. And so that's everything we do at Of Substance is we create community. We create opportunities for people to feel connected. And by leading with vulnerability, we get deeper into that community, deeper into that connection, deeper into those relationships, because you know we're only so strong on our own. And the way that we can grow and evolve both as individuals and together is by bringing those unique experiences that, and, and wisdom that each of us have to the table and creating something more beyond ourselves. And so that is what we're doing with Of Substance. And we invite all of you to join our family, join our community, because it's only with more people that we have a chance to create something bigger and better and something far beyond ourselves. I mean, hearing Of Substance's driving mission is when I knew I wanted to come help move this thing forward. My my core life belief is the power of human connection. I know I am only stronger because of the people I have in my life. Anything, all the hardships I've gone through in my life, I've only gotten through it as well as I did and came out stronger because of the support of the people I'm lucky to have around me. It's all about building communities, getting getting people involved with with other folks. Connection community, that's what it's all about. You're totally right. And that's, again, that reminds me, like, when it comes to my own struggles and my own recovery, it's it's about being in those rooms. It's about connecting with other people. It's about realizing that 
you're not alone, you're not crazy, and other people get it. No matter how isolated and how different and dark everything feels and how disconnected and just down that dark hole and well you think you are, you are not alone. You are not different. There are others like you, and there are always others who are there for you. Somebody asked in the group that I got sober in, just like, when did you guys start believing that you could do this? And, and that was a really good question. It took, uh, everybody had a different answer. But what I realized is like, that's the power of community. When you're coming out of a struggle, you're not ready to believe in yourself. Like you're not in a place where you can believe that you can do this. And that's where the power of community comes in. We at Of Substance are here to believe in you until you're ready to believe in yourself. And we're thrilled to be here. And we just, anything we can do, just come and be part of our community. You are not alone. And I'll stop with community. I, mean, I could go on forever. Uh, but, um, but why don't we get into the next one? Yeah, that's right. Our next key value uh, being integrity. Integrity, right? So being somebody who experiences addiction and got lost in substance abuse and misuse for three to four years, I became somebody who something something we say is that addiction is a a disease of lying and hiding, right? And so I spent so much time lying and doing whatever I needed to do to just hide and make sure that my number one priority was getting my next fix, that uh, I became somebody who people didn't rely on, people whose word didn't mean anything. And once you start getting sober, I think the most valuable thing that I have in my life is my integrity, is once you lose people's faith in you and you lose people's trust that you're there to support them and you gain that back, it takes a long time to regain somebody's trust. And once you're able to regain somebody's trust, that is one of the most precious things that you have in your life. And so, yeah, um, integrity is all about just being, doing what you say you'll do. You know, it's about being real and being honest. It's about having strength of character, right? And just because you've lied in the past or you have been hiding in the past and you've been manipulating doesn't mean that you can't do this. It's just, I, I realized, so I had to get sober from cocaine and I got sober from cocaine over a two-year period. And it's actually, um, and after getting sober from cocaine, I realized I was using alcohol the same way I was using cocaine. And it's because I learned in getting sober from cocaine that the number one step for me was just to get honest and get real and admit that I have a problem, both to myself, but also to other people in my life. I started to, it's, it's actually the practice of integrity that was the spark, was the flint that got me going to get over alcohol. And so, and anybody can do that. You can do that. And so that's one of our main practices. And that's one of our main pillars of how we show up in the world, how we show up at our company and how we show up in every relationship is just open, vulnerable and honest and just doing our best and appreciating others and trusting that others are also doing their best. So yeah, integrity. What about the next one? So, okay, moving on. Our fourth value is generosity. 
generosity, something I've learned in both getting sober and then moving beyond sobriety is, and building up an innovative organization and being a social entrepreneur and a social innovator is that it's all about leading with generosity. It's always about giving first. It's all about how can I add value? It's not about what can I get out of this? Like the more you give, the more we all get out of this. If your focus is always just like, how can I help? How can I help someone else? Then you are only contributing to the betterment of your world and, and the world beyond. And so that's what we practice here. We practice selflessness. It's just like, I'm not thinking about me. It's not what can I get out of this? It's not being a taker, not even being a matcher. Get rid of quid pro quo. It's not like, I'll do this for you because I know I'm going to get this. Instead, let all that go and just give. We spend so much of our time just thinking about what do I get? And especially people who are lost in addiction, you've spent so much time only thinking about yourself. And I got to tell you, if you just flip that on its head and start giving, you will start to heal. You will start to feel more purpose. You will start to feel a sense of service that gives you this reason to live, gives you something to wake up for in the morning and makes you feel wonderful. Yeah, Alex, I, I love that. I come to work every day and your first question is, Mark, how are you doing? How can I help you? And it's the same back at you. And we start there and we move to, all right, what are we doing today? How are we trying to help others? And again, we start with what we're doing and we move it outward. Mark, you're so right. And thank you for showing up like that every day. I don't know what I'd do without you. I, I'd be very bored if I didn't have you. So thank you for providing me with a lot of purpose, my friend. See guys, we just give and all we feel is like we keep getting. It's crazy. We can't stop complimenting each other. We just can't stop. Um, my wife is always just like, dude, this bromance is just shut the door. I can't listen to it all the time. She also says, thank you for occupying my husband. <laughs> yes, this is how he gives. Okay, so number five. Five. Core value number five at Of Substance is grit. Yeah, and it's interesting, Alex, I remember when we were first going through this and you brought up grit, I kind of had like a, I guess, negative instinctual response to the idea because grit makes me think of, you know, that very capitalistic way of, you know, just get in here and do whatever it takes to get it done. Um, so at first I kind of questioned it and then you, you know, were able to explain to me in a, in a great way of what you actually what grit actually meant to you. Yeah, so I, I that was the funniest situation because it also, it helped me dig into whether or not grit really meant what I thought it meant. And so we did a little bit more digging and, and we found that truly what grit is actually defined as is grit is passion and perseverance for long-term and meaningful goals. It's the ability to persist in something you feel passionate about and persevere when you face obstacles. It's not about stepping on people. It's not about ignoring others and doing whatever it takes for yourself to succeed. It's just about learning to pick yourself up, right? It's about moving forward. It's about persistence and resilience. It's about 
being strong and, and changing your relationship with failure to understand that failure is this wonderful part of struggle that leads to improvement, that leads to self-evolution. And so it's only through grit. It's only through not giving up in your pursuit of the things that you care about most that we become something more. And that means both together and as individuals. And this is one of the most important things I learned in my journey of getting sober is just like, it's so interesting because addiction is a disease that's characterized by relapse. I mean, you have to expect that people are going to fall because we all fall in life. And the opportunity to learn is actually the opportunity to learn how to pick yourself up better and better and better. And so I, I didn't go cold turkey and getting sober. I, I kept falling down. But because of the support of this very positive group that I went to, I learned that it was about falling forward. It was about it was like, it's like football. It's about gaining inches. You know, you're going down, but making sure that ball is as close to the goal line as it can possibly be. And so that is what grit is about. Grit is about just picking yourself up and dusting yourself off and not blaming yourself and just going forward towards something you believe in. And I think it's after I gave that whole spiel that Mark was finally like, oh, okay, all right. Look, Alex, I'm on board. And you talk a lot. And that's it. So to, to wind this up, uh, let's just dive into our sixth and final value, which is diversity and inclusion. Representation in our films, a very equal and diverse workplace that is very inclusive. We think of an inclusive environment where everyone is able to be their best self and experience the full richness of their coworkers as no one feels the need to suppress who they are. And that is, that's the world we want to live in. That's where we're going. We're living in such, such exciting times where people are starting to recognize that people who did not see for so long what was so broken in our system, are starting to see what's so broken and are starting to take responsibility for it and put in the effort to work toward a new world, a better world where we can all thrive together. We just wanna make sure that in everything we do from the start, our workplace is an inclusive environment, all the films and all of the workshops and everywhere we go the space is inclusive for all people we want everybody to feel fully comfortable being themselves showing up as their truest self specifically with what we're doing we know that addiction and substance misuse affects everybody uh, no matter what color shape or size you come in so it's important that we can make sure we're helping everybody and we can only truly help everybody if we can relate as universally as possible and specific, as specifically as possible. So we wanna make sure that our films cover as many perspectives as possible and as many types of people are represented as possible so that they can connect with the stories and feel empowered. And the best way to get all perspectives represented is to have all different types of storytellers. So once we get going with more films, we want to make sure, you know, our creative filmmakers and storytellers are as diverse as possible to get all of the possible perspectives out there and make sure we reach as many people as we possibly can. Yeah. And like, you know, 
I think it's bigger than that, right? It's like, that is how we're going to be practicing this, like most openly, for sure. I personally, uh, I'm learning a lot about what it means to be an ally. And I'm very lucky to have some real friends in my life who are calling me out. And, and they actually told us last week, they're just like, Alex, I know where you want to go. I know who you are. And I love you. But you need to start walking your talk now. Right? It's not enough to say this is where we're going and this is what we want. It's up to you now to make choices and put in the effort to start creating that world. And so we are already doing so. We're unfortunately right now we start and we're, we're a couple of white guys, a uh, couple of straight white guys. And, and so it's very important to us to immediately start changing the way our world looks. And, and our friends are telling, giving us guidance on how we can start creating that world, creating that forward thinking company. And we are reaching out specifically to uh, black and brown friends, Asian friends, uh, friends of Indian descent to just like come in because we're aware that if we just, if we don't put in the effort, if we don't intentionally reach out, then our world is just going to stay the same. It's going to keep looking the way it looks now. And so it's very important that we are putting in extra effort to reach out and pull people in and start to shape this world that we're looking to live in. Really quickly to get back to it, the big thing about diversity and inclusion when it comes to getting sober and, and, and the journey of overcoming struggle and the idea of community is you never know where that thing that you're gonna need to hear, who that person is you're gonna relate to is gonna be and where it's all gonna come from. And if you just expect it to come from the people you already see and the things you already know, you limit yourself to the possibilities of growth and expansion. And so the thing you might need to hear is gonna come from the person, the most unlikely person you think you have nothing in common with. I heard these stories that are the things that planted seeds in my mind that helped me change and grow from the most unlikely people with whom I share, I did not share skin color or gender preference or gender or religion or nationality. And it is a tremendous gift. And so that's what that means to us, that those are our core values. Those are what they mean to us. Those are how we are showing up in the world every day. That's the world we dream of living in. And that is the company we're building. And if anybody ever wants to talk about what these mean to you, or how you'd like to be part of building this world, building this company, building this, this environment and society that we're all like dreaming of, please reach out. We'd love for you to join us. We'd love for you to be part of our family and part of our mission. So thank you. Thanks so much for giving us the time here. It's December 22nd as we record this. So happy holidays to everybody. Happy New Year. It's the end of a very challenging year. And we know that people are feeling more isolated and more alone and more triggered and more emotional than usual. And we just want to make sure you know that you're not crazy. You're not alone and others get it. Please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much. Happy holidays. My brother and his wife had their first child recently, and it was a pretty big deal. It was, you know, the first grandchild from my parents. But unfortunately for me, I'm just not that big of a baby guy. Like, I'm super awkward when I hold him, 
you know, my brother put his, his son in my lap and my nephew looked up at me with this expression like, you have no idea what you're doing, do you? There's pictures, they're pretty hilarious. But lucky for me, thanks to my podcast sponsor, Kia Babies, I knew exactly where to go to get the perfect baby gift. I got my nephew this adorable little towel. It's got these bear ears on it. And now my entire family gets to enjoy these really cute pictures of my nephew. He's all smiley and he's got bear ears. I mean, that's pretty adorable, right? So next time you need a perfect baby gift or just something for your own kid, go check out Kia Babies. You can find a link in my show notes or on my podcast website. And when you check out, tell them that Choose Your Struggle sent you.